So, I don't know what we can start this with. Heartbreaking uh, laws. I can start with a swearing spree. Yeah. Let's hear it. When I upload it, I got to click explicit content. Yeah. Way to go, Patty. There goes my job. Or explicit. What was this? Game four? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Game four for the buzz against the yep. York Rangers. We'll do a little recap America. anyway uh, throughout this this episode. We'll talk a little bit in, briefly the first three games. You know things that we saw and things that we liked, things that we didn't like. There's lots of that. But uh, but yeah, it's going to be a little post game recap. Uh, Patty's here. Chad, me. Let's get her going, boys. Titter tatter. Let's get at her. A bullshit ending that we knew was coming. No kidding. You know what? Like, I don't know if this could be real, but I'm actually more pissed tonight than I was <laughs> in Game Seven against Montreal. Really? See, yeah. I'm not. I'm not you, that. Uh, I'm not that upset. No, I am because you know why? Like, they really try the first two games of the year. Boy, I got to say, I was worried whether they beat Montreal or not. Those last yeah. two games, especially tonight. Um, it goes unnoticed sometimes when you lose your best player. And I think back to, to when they lost Tavares in the playoffs and the easy thing, and I said it before, the easy thing to say was, well, the remaining players were still better than Montreal on paper. However, it do have a significant mess up on your lines. Everybody was back in the right place tonight. Um, I, I thought they were fantastic. They, it's one of those games you look back. Yeah. They deserve to win that. Uh, they were firing all cylinders. They look lethal. And that's what I'm thinking. Like if they played that game 10 times, they're winning 9.9%. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's, they just didn't go in. It's game four. It's fine. Shesterkin's a fine goalie. This a ball they, 40 play, saves. Yeah. Well, this is why I love chatting Leafs hockey with two of you guys in particular. Uh, you got three guys here. Patty's like, I'm rotted. I hate it more than anything in life. Chad's like, yeah, it's okay. And here I am. I'm happy. They lost, and I'm actually happy. It's 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 the happiest time I've been for a Leafs loss in yeah. eons because I think we're all looking at it. We're all looking at the same result. We're all looking at it a little differently. You know what I mean? Like I, I I was sitting there the whole game, and I was like, even even in the third period, like when there was like five minutes left, I was like, I don't even care if 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 the Rangers pump one in. I I literally don't care because I watched a, a full sixty minutes where I thought the Leafs. I won't call it dominated. They dominated on the shot clock. Like when I was looking, I can't remember what it was in the third. And I looked at, because I hadn't looked at the shots all game. I knew they were, they were leading and in that, yeah. but I just didn't look. See the possession it was like time 32 to 13 or something. I was like, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's that lopsided. I was expecting it to be, you know, 10 or so, or maybe, you know, um, but it didn't surprise me because I was like, yeah, well, I mean, Matthews, is, Matthews got six or seven shots himself for sure. And, you know, I started totaling it up. I'm like, yeah, no, this makes a lot of sense. But like, I, I really, because I've, I've become such a critical fan of the Leafs, I don't really critic critic. I don't look at their offensive too, their offense too critically anymore. I look at the defense a lot. And tonight, man, I was so yeah. impressed with a couple of players on that back end. David Camp again looks solid, winning faceoffs in, on the power play. Riley, like I said to you guys in our group chat, best game of hockey I've seen him play in 
on both ends too. He looked creative. He was, yeah. he jumped into play uh, on the back end. You know, uh-huh. a couple of those. those if he wants that, he got to do it all year long. So it's a good start. <laughs> You know you what Raleigh that, did tonight? Show up. Raleigh didn't just jump in the play because typically Raleigh rushes the puck, and that that's been our definition of him jumping jumping into the play. But there was many times there tonight he was in the offensive zone by the net, didn't have puck possession, he didn't bring it into the zone. He was finding Sandine is always doing it, but he was finding little holes there to get get in through, and he was jumping up, and the boys were backing him up. Like I saw Murner coming back at one point, Matthews came back too to cover him. Uh, I, I can't recall ever seeing Matt, uh, Riley like that, probably three years ago when he was pure with yeah. Ron Hainsey. Yeah, but, that's about it. Uh, like, I, if that's what we got this year in him, like, yep. you know what? I can't recall the last time the Leafs lost that I couldn't critique something. I don't have one critique of their game. I didn't see a bad pass. Mm-hmm. Um, their power play, I don't care if it was went in, like, they were getting four Terrorizing or five shots. Posts. Like, how many posts I don't have one critique. Spezza, I was going to message you guys. Like in the third period, he had a back check where he got in front of the player mm-hmm. going into the defensive zone, and he laid that check on, on him on the at the boards at the yeah. uh, so and went and secured the puck and everything. I'm like, boy, if they, all I ask is that they play like this every game. Oh my god, I just yeah. have, to have, to half the games played at that level. Yeah. I'd be satisfied because I haven't seen him yeah. play. The, that well like i said i don't even care if they lost i'm like okay yeah we lost a point whoop de do yeah. uh if they put in that kind of effort because the effort was there like you're look, looking at it, you're like man they, they, they look like that they're compete levels yeah, hard, and, yeah. Uh, and through through four lines my only critique and this is this is soft this is like last season when chad said that justin hall had a bad game one or, or was on notice yeah like, this is my soft critique yeah i'm not overly impressed with kasha yet I'm not seeing. No, I'm not either. I mean, he's just—he's one of those guys who gets to puck along the wall and kind of just pushes it up the wall and then goes for a change or or loses it in a puck battle and then goes for a change. You know, I haven't seen anything even remote. And after I seen the Marley's highlights from yesterday, I saw Josh Hosang and Nick Robertson pair up. Did you see that? Yeah. That that goal that they scored. That was was absolutely sick. I mean, if I'm if I'm Engvall or Kasha or any of these guys. I'm I'm gonna work because yeah, there's fellows. Except Robertson who got hurt. We're gonna get paid, right? Yeah. So except Robertson's hurt again. Yeah. Well, there's see that. him go down. That didn't. I, look I good. didn't see the play. Yeah. Didn't, didn't look good. Look good. I was like, Ugh. yeah. It's too bad, man. I he just hope he's not break. Break. Go ahead. I'm the same team with Kasha. Um, Richie was a little bit better tonight. Nothing. Mm. Kind of nothing. To, him uh, nothing fantastic. Um, bunting, you can spend a, an hour on bunting. Oh, God. Yeah. Such a fan. Simmons looks a little bit faster. I saw a couple of. Yeah, he looks a little bit better. Like nothing nothing too big, but mm-hmm. I, I just thought the least did. I don't see any reason why they can't mimic what they did tonight because I don't think he did anything too special. They just played a really, really good hockey game. And yeah. like. If this is the Jack Campbell we're getting for the rest of the year, I'm telling you, like he is making saves and he's well positioned. They're not lucky saves by no means. Is that like he's out of position and he's diving back uh, to to get a puck? He's just so solid. Like that, that, that's my only critique for the game is that with the save he made in overtime, you just feel like 
boys all in one, you know, just pop one in. And it's just, I yep. mean, that's, that's overtime hockey in NHL. It's not even really hockey. It's, it's the most exciting thing in professional sports, but it's not real hockey now. It's, it's, it's a breakaway challenge kind of deal. And, oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, three-pound hockey, man. It's fantastic. It's fun. Like, it's, I mean, my heart was jumping out of my body during that overtime, the back and forth and the saves. I love I was it. Like, I love yeah, it so it was much. Great. I mean, it's, it's not representative of the entire game at all, at all nor is the no. outcome, which is why I don't care. Um, it's a shootout. Heavy Sandine out there with Mariner Matthews wouldn't have been a bad idea, but if they really truly wanted to go for it, but Raleigh's, I was totally fine with Raleigh's game to have him out there. Uh, oh. They had their chances. Looked amazing. Yeah. Looked amazing. No, who you don't notice. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, what I want to ask you guys was uh, uh, go Chad first on this one. Um, how you feeling about uh, Nylander on the, on the penalty kill? I think it's all right. His puck possession, like if he gets a hold of it, he's going to definitely burn a good eight to 10 seconds, which is, uh, you know, everyone thinks you got to be pounding bodies and on it and blocking shots, but he can pick pockets. It's okay. And you know what? If that grows his game for that contract, let's go for it. Absolutely. Now, Pat, he's got the energy. With regard to the penalty kill, like we always talk about it, a little tongue in cheek, a little uh, maybe what if, how come? What about Matthews? You think he'd be a viable asset there on the penalty kill, or should we just be saving him for just a strictly Rocket Richard role? I don't think it's I don't think it's necessary just yet. Like you've got two of your two of your say your top three talented players on your team, Murner and Nylander, and you've got two of the boys that are on the penalty kill. I don't think we need to go crazy in putting Matthews out there. Like I, I David Camp is is amazing out there. I I don't think it's necessary unless. The only time I'd give him penalty killing time, but you got to be careful too, is like if you're in a crucial situation late in the game, yeah, you may want to have him out there to see if you can generate some offense. I, I don't, I wouldn't change up things right now. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Sure I like, I like the idea only because of, you know, he's he's one of the league leaders in takeaways every other year as well, right? He's, yes. he's, quite, he's quite good. To me and my fiscal... Uh, argument would be anybody over 10 million dollars should be killing penalties as well if you're getting paid for the full thing let's, let's, let's there, there share it all is. out because mariner's doing it Tavares is doing it then you know what you do something i must say you got to be the first one out there every time but yeah you do it too everybody should be well-rounded there's two especially at that thoughts price. on the fiscal side of it though people say if you're making 10 million bucks you should be killing penalties the gm saying if we're paying them 10 million bucks i don't want them blocking shots right um, so no. only take one off share that workload off. at well, the elite yeah. level one one Shea Weber shot off the wrist, and you know what I mean. So there's that aspect of it too that you'll hear people. Oh, say, I mean that's uh, where David Camp, like that's where Matthews had to take Camp and just like, you know, <laughs> toss him in front, right? You know, <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, you don't so, block that shot. Yeah, Marner, you got to go back to the point too. Yeah, you you, you got to go back to the point too. Like, what are they paying ten million or eleven million for Matthews for? And it's not for his defense; it's for his offense. I, I I think if you throw him out on the penalty kill, we're just getting a little bit too greedy. No doubt he's capable. Uh, are there be- better penalty killers there than him? No doubt. I just I'm fine with Nylander being out there. I think that's that's good for him. I think he get his confidence up. No doubt. I think um, the, the the Willie thing. I think is more about in getting him engaged in the game as well. You know what I mean? Like he, I I'm, I've never been one of the ones who was like, oh, Nylander's lazy or he's this or he's that. 
but having him play that role and, and be forced to get invested physically or get invested defensively, I think that's just that just rounds out his game. He's that much yeah. better on the other end too, right? So I had no issue yep. with, Nyland, with the Nylander edition. I was actually quite interested to see it because I love watching skilled guys kill penalties. I really do. I, I, I find that they, they approach it differently than your third-line plug who's just out there to block shots and 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 rub rub guys out in in, in the uh, in the in the corners. These skilled guys are looking for ways to predict a play, pick off a pass, you know, lift someone's yeah, stick, shot suppression, it, generate something in the other direction, which we did a lot of last year. We didn't didn't cash on much, but no, I don't know. Like I said, I it, it really excites me. I, I really like it. Miss capping him for well, that. Yeah, yeah. But the the other thing is now this year, I think they got legitimate centers who can go in there. Um, win a face-off where like last year and years previous Hyman was out there taking face-offs and that's not his that's not his thing and no like how many times did I say like why not just throw Spetzer Tavares out there to win the face-off dump it down then let the boys go change Spetzer does that a lot I don't know what Tavares is a very good face-off man yeah, um, has I, center capabilities the, yeah like Kemp I, I think he's going to be one of the most underrated players on our team this year yeah similar to like Bogosian last year it. The intangibles. Yep. And that's like uh, coming in this year, of course, missing Hyman. It just feels like your beating heart is leaving. And then you see it with the yeah. compete level of these guys coming in. Complete blue collar, loving it. Hometown boys wanting to win. I'm all right. Yeah. I feel a bit more comfortable now, you know, especially those prices. Yeah, I, I'm not worried about Hyman. No. Being gone. I mean, I miss him, but it's. Uh, yeah. I'm okay. weird. I watched I watched the season opener there for the Oilers the other night, and they like they he came on the East, and I was like, it's just weird, right? It's one of those things, weird, you know. But you know, he's a fan favorite there already, and that's awesome. Yeah. You know, and and, and I'm, I'm I was a huge fan of his when he was a Leaf. I'm not mad that he's gone. I understand his reasoning. You mean you got to get paid? That's that's life. The Leafs couldn't do it. Um, yep. And I'm still a fan of his now. Like when I was watching the Oilers game, I mean, I'm a closet Oilers fan. Always have been. I mean, when the I'm Leafs were so bad in the, 90, in the 80s and 90s, I cheered for the, for the Oilers like every other Leafs fan. So, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things. I, I, I just can't bring myself to dislike the guy. But when I look at what we got, I mean, you basically signed the three of those guys, Camp, Richie, and Bunting, the same price that you would yeah. have had to pay Hyman. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I do it every day. It's simply a no-brainer. Right? No, Certainly with how excited I am Bunting. Who leads our team? Well, goal scoring. <laughs> but, yeah. but, but I hate the argument of a lot of fans, Lee fans included, that if we didn't pay Murner as much as we did, well, then we probably would have afforded Hyman. But the part that I don't like about that, yeah, that's probably true. I still don't want to give Hyman that dollar, that dollars, and and those, those dollars in that term. I just don't want to touch it. No. Similar to a discussion that we eventually have on Riley. I don't know if I want to commit to eight years now. He plays like he did tonight, yes. Yeah. But but the price could like... realistically, no. Not not if you're if you're yeah. if you're looking at what you're gonna have because again, if you're gonna talk about paying Riley for any more than two years, you got to start looking at what you're gonna pay Matthews in two years. Or yeah, three years, right. whatever we got left. Like you just can't you just can't say, Oh yeah, well we got the space now, let's use it because we can we can afford to sign Riley. I mean, you got to be ready to up the ante and hang on to Austin Matthews. You got to be ready to up the ante, hang on to Mariner. And for if any reason at all, either one of those guys don't pan out, you got to be ready a year after that to up the ante and go after McDavid if he's on the market. You know, like yeah. you got to be ready for those yep. things because, you, yeah, Austin Matthews may not want to play for the Leafs. Who knows? 
Well, we got to be ready yep. to go after the next best thing or to, or a better thing. So paying, well, what if we have someone like Amarov that comes about in his ELC ends and he needs a big payday? Yeah. Well, yeah. Riley That's on, quite possible. On, on, on the second part of his career now, he hasn't done enough, put it this way, for me, he hasn't done enough in the first half of his career to justify paying in the big bucks for the second half. Second half is usually less yep. productive. So I'm, I'm, I'm fine with letting, I'm fine with trading Riley, actually, to be honest. And, uh, and get well, I, I'd be disappointed if you don't get something for him. Yeah. You know what, though? If he's playing like this and he's playing the contract here, I think he'd be more valuable than a rental. You have your own rental. He's an Doesn't own cost rental. you anything. He's an own rental, but I, I wonder is, is he worth what you would get in return? It's, it's... Yeah. Unless you have something else coming down the pipes to replace yeah. him for like this playoff run. Obviously, they're going to make a good push at this year. You're probably going to be better off with Morgan Raleigh. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Because, I mean, say next year, he's going to get paid $8 million. So, really, you know, who else are you going to replace that's him a, with? Who knows? That's the decision to be made, right? Like, I guess nearing the trade deadline or around Christmas time, Dubas will see now what type of team this is. Yep. Um, if it's a team that he thinks is a contender, well, uh, they're definitely not trading Riley. No one ever right. does that. No, um, he's, he's longest standing like, one there. But it's, it's nice to see Sandine coming behind him because he's going to be, he'll be better than Riley. He's pretty I close think, there now, I think. And I miss Lilligren. Uh, I miss watching Lilligren tonight. I mean, glad to have yeah. Paul back, but yeah. I want to see Lilligren get a bit more time. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really want to see that kid develop his time. His time, his time is now. It's time to see what you got. Either cut bait on it and let him go, or play him. And I like the, I like the guy. I'm not I'm not I'm not anti Lilligren in any sense. People might look back and say, Hey Ryan, it was an episode last season. You were saying that, blah blah blah. Well, yeah. Hope uh, somebody does does say that. Well, no, no one watches us that much. But no, I yeah. Yeah, whoever's watching in South Australia. But uh, no, if if they mind apply him, I think you've got something there worth investing in. But like I said, if you're just gonna if you're just gonna leave him in the press box or jump him up now between the Marleys and the Leo, like well, that's the point. Trade him, get something mm-hmm. for yeah. him that you'll use in three or four more years. By that time he'll be washed up anyway in our organization. So, yeah. Um, Unless anyway. there's an injury this year. That's I don't true. I don't see him finding his way in, but next year's a different story. So I'd keep him up this year, like like I, I think there's value in having him there around a the team. Like he spent a lot of years in the Marlies. I don't know how much more, what else he can do then. Or not like he, it's not like he tore up the league, but he's been there. So yeah. I, I just don't see him going down there and winning AHL defenseman of the year or anything like that. But just keep him, just let him stay up there. And I, I think, I think there's value in that. And I think proof the other night, he can easily slot in and he slotted in on the, uh, on the three, four pairings. So, yeah, and he's practicing and studying with the guys. I mean, that's who you're going to play yeah. with. Listen, so he, he's not, not a bad idea for a reason. It's not because he's not capable. Yep. He just needs time to develop in at the NHL level. He's done with the AHL. I don't see any. Per, I don't see any point no. in, in in proceeding with him at the AHL level. But he got to play if he's going to be at the NHL level. There's that. Anyway, back to recap. We got we're tangenting here hard, which I love, by the way. But want to get Chad's take on 34's first game back? What do you think? Oh man, he was possessed. He was like, it's like he had a brand new gun. He couldn't wait to shoot it. And he just no. takes shot after shot after shot. I'm like, man, he's enjoying this, but it's just played well in the posts. They were great posts tonight. And uh, I think he's going, he's on a mission. Yeah. And he came yeah. out when he came out and had those first couple of shots. It's like, okay, it's good to see him wristing it again. 
when he when he wound up for that one timer in the first period when he when the stick was up i was oh, like yeah. oh yeah baby here we are we're back mm -hmm. you know like he wanted yeah. he wanted one tonight so bad he wanted to come into his season opener I snake so bitten bad. tonight yeah yeah, wouldn't for wouldn't for lack of opportunity and certainly wouldn't for wouldn't for uh quality chances just to, we got eight shots again. we got goalied again hard so yeah making goalies look good but, but mitch, he had no. eight shots tonight total yeah but mitch looked great tonight he did yeah because mitch he because austin things. is back yeah well i'd make the argument with any leafs fan and mitch looks great every night that's that's me yeah. i hate yeah. i hate the mariner haters uh Anyway, don't get me started on on, on on the whole Mitch Marner thing. But yeah, no, he did. He looked better than normal tonight. He looked more engaged. Looked like Mark, Marner's the kind of guy who feeds off wanting other people to do well. He wanted one for Austin, like just as bad as Austin did. So yeah. like he feeds off that, and you can see it. And those players in the NHL are few and far between. I remember there last year or a year before. I can't remember what it was. He scored a goal and got mad at himself. He's like, you know, like yeah, I meant know. to pass that right and went in. <laughs> you yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. You know, he he'd rather set up a goal and 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 create a big opportunity or a big big moment than he would score one himself. So I'm yeah. all about keeping that guy around. So thoughts on our first couple of games. Let's just do a quick. You know, we had three games there, which again night and day. Uh, the, the the first game against the Habs, uh, it is what it is. I mean, the Habs suck. We all know that. Um, yep. I didn't put a lot of weight in that game per se. It was literally the first. Uh, challenge that they've had this season. What what tormented me was the two Ottawa games, right? We had one where I the first one I was like, this is a, this is as bad as it gets. It, like it's not going to get any any worse than this. And then they come back the next night, which by the way I thought was again comparable effort to tonight. Their second game against Ottawa, I was like, man, that's a complete sixty minutes. I'm all about that. There was no, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't exciting hockey. I didn't particularly enjoy the game. It was a bit of a snooze. But sometimes that's a, that's a nice change of events from, you know, the the, the, the epic collapses or the, the 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 blowouts or the stupid stuff we've gotten accustomed to, you know. But it was coming together. Yeah, no, it is. What do you guys make of the first the first three? Anything that you pulled out of those games? I feel much better after the last this game and the last Ottawa game, because um, if that's what our team looked like in that first Ottawa game for the rest of the year, we we have no chance of making the playoffs. I, and I didn't think we were that bad. Uh, I think there was some in between that first goal and the second goal that Ottawa scored. I thought we dominated at times and just running into some bad puck luck as well. Um, but uh, like, I'm happy with the team right now. I like to your point earlier, you're not happy with the loss, but you're happy to, with the way they played. I'm, I feel the same way. Like they got a lot of good things going for them. Hopefully the injury bug don't hurt of anything significant, but I'm really loving Jack Cam when the, because I think he'll always have a cloud over him and some doubt. This is a season, I think, to to remove that doubt. Yeah, he'll have a big enough sample size to to disprove doubters and all those things. But I, if we can get Richie and Kasha and a couple of these other guys going, um, I watch He's out. Gonna be a force, yeah. They're going to look very good. I, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think Kasha's going to be sticking around. I, I don't. No? I, I don't, I just, I'm just not getting, 
warm and fuzzy from him that I'm getting like and obviously I'm I've become a bunting fan overnight and I hope that one don't don't bite me in the ass because like like I said to you guys earlier I always, I was like on the fence of purchasing a bunting jersey I, I'm I'm loving the guy I love I love his greasiness I love his ability to score he clearly got a skill set that Hyman didn't have Hyman didn't have the hands at all for for a nose for the net in that regard and he's got somewhat of, of of a work ethic that you can appreciate similar to the Hyman's no no one in the league to me is going to ever compare with Zach Hyman when it comes to work ethic but no. I mean Bunting carries a similar skill set and I'm, I'm a massive yeah. fan but when I look at Kasha I'm like like I, uh, if someone said well what, what do you like about the player I'd be like nothing really like he's blah <laughs> yeah like I mean I, I I'm not an Engvall fan by any stretch I make fun of him more than I do anything and I enjoy Pierre Engvall more than I do Kasha. So that's a mouthful for me. I'm not a, you know. Yeah. So, and and I mean he's he's taking third line minutes. Let's not forget that either. You got three guys, in my opinion, on the fourth line who could take his job, right? Yeah. And you got a Mario. He's going to take someone's job. I like my, I, I like Michael Mario. I really do. Yeah. I, I mean, he hasn't yeah. shown a lot in the first couple of games he played, but neither did the team. You know what I mean? No. So no, he's got uh, the skill. I'd be, He's I'd be quite okay with him stealing someone's job too on that uh, third or fourth line because in the preseason, man, he was making plays. I was yep. like, this this guy can make plays, right? And it wasn't just out there on a checking roll or in, you know, he was actually in the offensive yep. zone making passes that you'd expect from top six forward. So, yep. and everyone talks about losing Brooks, but I, I was looking at something the other day, uh, quote Sheldon Keefe had where he said, uh, he said, yeah, well, he said uh, it, it was a tough decision. It's sad to see Brooks, Brooksy go. But, you know, when you look at Michael Amadio and Adam Brooks, both drafted the same year, Brooks had 17 games of NHL experience. Amadio had 173. Something like that yeah. was, uh, that might be off by number one. Yeah. But point being. 100 games of the difference. Yeah, 150 games. Yeah, that's right. Extra experience. And. A player who was drafted Earned. much, much in the same. I think they were in the same bracket there somewhere. I think Brooks was like third round or something stupid. Mario was second round. So they're comparable players, but one's got a higher, higher pedigree and better development. Clearly, um, that's no knock on Brooks. We chatted with Bo nope. with Joe Bowen there uh, last week. I almost called him Bo Joen. We, uh, we chatted with Joe. I did. I, that is my Twitter name, by the way. Bo Joen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, like Joe, like Joe said, it's it's hard to see a guy go when you know his sample size was small. But every time he was on the ice, he he produced something. So, yeah, that's right. But no, I like Mario. I like Mario better than I do, like I said, Engvall or Cassius. So, no, Sheldon. Yeah. We're four games in, and that's you. Like I'm looking at the last three games. Jack Campbell, if he uh, stays healthy, that's what we need. He looks great. Um, Michael Hutchinson, he's back. Always finds his way back. And, like Martin uh, Rinson. He's the Martin yeah. Rinson of goalies. Yeah, I think that's going to be the thing. It's uh, if anything's going to hurt our season, it's going to be injuries. Everything else is fantastic. Everyone's playing great, and I think they will continue to do so. But if injuries happen, then I mean that's that's sports. Yeah, that's the only thing get me down. There's no one I want. If to you compare us against Tampa Bay right now, um, Tampa Bay pretty much lost their third line. Yeah, and that and was di- that was a difference maker. And you got Kucherov is going to be out long term now. He'll be back. So for essentially, playoffs. you got Stamkos and you got Braid Point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like that's Kucherov gone. That's huge. Yeah, not that I wish him 
I think Tampa's going to be fine. I think, I think that's going to hurt people's hockey pools more than anything else. That's the only thing that's yeah. going to hurt. And I never picked them, so I'm okay. No, I never either. No, I'm not I'm not concerned about Tampa Bay's ability to put the puck in the net, put it that way. No. I mean, it does hurt them. No, there's no question you can't lose when yeah, you're starting. Screwdrive can... Man, are they ever deep. I mean, yeah. And... and I always think that we're deep, but we're not. When you compare, when you compare us to some of those other teams, man, mm-hmm. we got the potential. We always got the potential, but oh, that's it. Put the money where the mouth. I like Spitz. Like when you got Spitz on your fourth line, and he's rushing the puck on the power on the second power play unit, and like he's still got his wheels. Like that's why he's still in the NHL, and he's still yeah. got his smarts. Um, like I think we're pretty deep. Again, injuries. Like again, Tampa lost Goudreau, Coleman, Gordy. Big role players that they lost, and I don't think they really replaced. Them. I know they got Corey Perry, but I he's a little bit long in the tooth than I compared to those three guys. Yeah, um, so maybe lost. Uh, maybe lost They don't. That's yeah, it. they don't compare. Like Bogosian's hurt down there in Tampa Bay now. I think he's gotten six weeks. Yeah. Um, like I, I think if again if the Leafs like they'll nine t- times out of ten they'll win this game that they played tonight. It feels so weird. Like this whole I never thought. Playing American against the Americans now would be different. It is. This is crazy. The fact, like, I couldn't believe they played the Rangers tonight. Yeah. And I was a little nervous all day leading up to this game. I'm like, I don't know what to expect here. I was happy to watch Fox play a game. You know, I don't. I haven't watched the Rangers hardly at all. I watched the yeah. highlights of Fox, and I'm actually happy to watch him play. He's he's good to watch. And Shosturkin. I mean, he's he's a real You're deal. Critical on Panarin tonight. Yeah. For not shooting. Yeah, that's what he does. Everybody should be doing. Well, that. year don't do it much for me though. No, oh. yeah, he might be a little bit slow. I mean, he might have a case of McKinnon's. You never know. Yeah, I think he's got a case of the Ryan Nugent Hopkins, where he's just going to be kind of an average player. Yeah, well, above average, I would say. A good I, I seven million dollar player. Yeah, no, it's it's not a bad thing necessarily, but it's not what you're shooting for when you're going first overall. You're hoping for that. Uh, that Austin Matthews, not Connor McDavid guy, but anyway, he'll know his good. role. Yeah, you never know. So, what do we got coming up now in the way of games? The next game is Friday. Friday night. Friday, yeah. Sharks. San Jose at home, at home in Toronto. So, enough to uh, Pittsburgh. What are we expecting out of that game? Like, what what are you guys hoping to see? I mean, we talked in, in at length about the work ethic the last two games, but what are you guys I will to go see? ahead and say it'll be. Uh, Let's go with a Jack Campbell shutout, four nothing. How about that for bold predictions on a Monday? I'm fine with that. I'm more worried about the Saturday game. Pittsburgh, yes. Yeah, just because it's back to back and traveling, like road game. Yeah, yeah. Crossing borders. Yeah, I'm... is Crosby back? Which start do you give Campbell? I don't think so. I know Malkin isn't. Which start do you, oh uh oh definitely give him the Pittsburgh start. Hutch can have all San Jose. Well, we're not gonna see Evander Kane for a while. That's a plus, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like the the fact that we're talking about which start for Campbell, I'm I'm glad we're past the Babcock day days where Freddie would always go first to first game correct, no matter what the matchup was. You, <laughs> You Wasn't that also a Freddie choice? Or whatever. I think that was also a Freddie choice too. No, no one him be part yeah, of. Want to play both? Yeah, that's that's where the coach got to step in though and say, no, this is the game you're going to play. 
like for the right. betterment of the team. It's, it's, it shouldn't be up to Freddie. Um, like given the tough game, like that's what he's number one goalie for. Yeah. So I, I I don't know, man. Like I'm I'm fine with the way Keith coaches around the goaltending and everything. Yep. Yeah. Uh, me too. Give him his job, let him run with it, and perhaps Jack would rather play San Jose if that's the case. I mean, maybe you consider that. I don't know. But uh, to yeah. me, you play your best goalie against your best team in a back-to-back. Get yourself a chance yeah. one and two. So, Babcocks, let's get one out of the two. Yeah. So, yeah. well, fair enough. No, I, uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to another back-to-back. I mean, I'm, well, I'm looking forward to the boys getting a break. I mean, they've played four games now in five days, isn't it? Something like that. Or no? Yeah, something like that. There was a bit. There was a couple. I think three teams over the weekends played their first game of the season. The least had, well, they were playing their third one. Yeah, now they're doing yeah. a couple of days and, off now. I, and I'm, you know what? I'm fine with the schedule, heavy in the front. Yeah. Oh, definitely. It's always been heavy in the back yeah. and road. So I never looked at the back end schedule yet. Actually, it was odd for me. Well, this week will have. I think one of the reasons why they probably didn't put Mrazik on long-term injury reserve. Maybe they knew this gap in the schedule was coming up. And because once you put him on, he's gone for 10 games. That's right. Automatic. So I, uh, I don't know if I want to give Hutchison three or four games. It is. Yeah, I guess. So, well, we'll shut her down. What do you think? Yeah, that's all right, man. It's 10 yeah. after 12. Yeah. The old Monday night. Uh, DSC clock. Yeah, swank. What's going? Swanky. Yeah, swanky. Oh, I didn't even know. I didn't even notice that it was a clock. I just saw the sign. Yeah, if you want cool. one, Patty, I can get you one and I can like autograph it for you, like in the white. Uh, yeah, perfect. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Kylie, Kylie put like a little lipstick kiss on it thing. Yeah, yeah. Be real, real collectors out in front. Anyway, guys, yeah. that's it. Yeah. We're gonna knock this one on the head. Um, so yeah, big shout out, of course. We didn't mention them in the intro, which is kind of, uh, kind of a bit of a bummer. But uh, PhD Sports, that's the reason we're here. Uh, they're our sponsor. This is season two, episode two. So, uh, yeah, if uh, if you're out and about uh, Whitby, they've got a showroom in Whitby. You can check out their stuff firsthand. But they're also, of course, doing their uh, their Costco visits right now. I haven't looked to see where they are currently. Uh, but anyway, check out their Facebook page for updates as, updates as to where they are and uh, where they're going to be next. Uh, we'll be hoping to get, uh, get uh, the owner on for a podcast sooner than later. Uh, he's uh, he's excited to pop on for a chat one uh, one evening, so yeah. Again, big shout out to PHG Sports. You can get those guys at www.phgsports.com. Set up That's in Sudbury, Ontario. What's that? Sudbury. Sudbury. Ah, yep. That's where he's set up right now. I was looking right. up. Actually, you know what? I seen that the other day. I was like, oh yeah, Sudbury, home of the Felinos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> home of the Felinos. Nick, and your bad back. Um, yeah. Oh. Love, love Felinos. Love all of them. Um, but yeah, if you're looking for our content, guys, uh, you can check us out on YouTube, of course. Search Deke Snipe Selly on YouTube. You've got us there. It's our video content. Uh, you can also follow along with everything we put out on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash And on Twitter. We're new to Twitter, but uh, we're slowly building a small following of dedicated fans there at, uh, at Selly Deke on, uh, on Twitter. If you're looking for our audio feeds, guys, uh, our audio feeds hot as fire right now, which we love to see. That's where people people are getting most of their content, obviously, is, is audio, listening to us on their daily drives. You know who you are. 
and uh and we thank you guys so much for that you can get us at apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, radio stitcher all of the above basically um if you uh, if you listen just uh, search deke snipe silly so guys i guess that's it so peace out yep yep cheers